Welcome to Making the Leap, the podcast for women who are ready to jump into their future and make those lady boss business dreams come true with your host, me, Rachel Perry, fellow female entrepreneur, wife, mom, and your personal business building guru. This is where we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious entrepreneurial booty from overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the specific strategies I've used to not only build a direct sales business, but also my own online business from the ground up. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life, momming, and your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, the power of a good set of fake eyelashes. Forget all the stories you've been told and the choices you've been given. You can have it all, and I'm going to show you how. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. I hope this podcast episode finds you happy and healthy. And we're going to talk about something that I hear a lot of questions about. I get people asking for advice on this, and that is how to onboard a new team member. Okay. So if you are looking to grow your team, if you have a team and you're like, I accidentally became a leader, I was not planning on this. If you don't have an onboarding process, in place, I'm going to walk you through five steps that you should be following as you onboard. I'm not going to be giving you a full onboarding system because that really is up to you and your company, but I am going to give you five steps that are really important to remember when adding a new team member. So let's get started, shall we? Okay, so first of all, how exciting that you're even in this space, right? That you're so excited about the potential of bringing on a new team member. Maybe you have someone that you've just added to your team, or maybe you just know this year is going to be your year and you are going to be bringing in a ton of people, right? Okay, so let's talk about five steps that I really think are so important for you to remember when bringing on new team members. So the first step is to think back about how you felt when you first signed up for your company, when you first started this business. What were the feelings that you had? Where did you feel like you got so overwhelmed? What scared you? What were you afraid of? Remember all those feelings? I know that when I first signed up, I was so excited so excited. I was like, this is it. I'm so excited to try something new. There's going to be a challenge. And then I started getting a little nervous. I had my first party. It was my my launch party and I was so excited, but then I started getting nervous because then that was like, okay, well now, now it's, now it's hitting me and it's real and I need to be really successful with this. And, oh, I have to do this by myself without my leader. Okay. And I got really, really anxious and I got really concerned about saying the right thing and doing the right thing. And honestly, if I had, I needed to work on my mindset and I had no idea at the time. So I needed that encouragement. I needed those small wins, right? I needed all the things that were so important to getting off on the right foot. So I really want you to go back and think about how you felt when you first joined and and what worked for you and what didn't work for you and what made you feel overwhelmed and what helped with that overwhelm. And if nothing helped with that overwhelm, then make sure that you provide that for your new team members. It's so very, very, very important. And I think it's important to remember how we felt. 
it's easy when we've been doing this business for a while to kind of forget where we came from. But I think there's so much power in taking ourselves back to that time because it makes us more empathetic. We understand, we're able to relate to where our new team members are, are what they're feeling. And that is so important to being a good leader. If you want to be a good leader, you've got to be able to relate to them. All right. Okay. The second step is to guide them, like literally take them by the hand and guide them through the steps they need to go through. So often, you know, direct sellers end up recruiting and sponsoring, but they didn't have a good leader or good upline. So they weren't taught the skills. And so then they pass that down, right? Because they don't know what they're doing. So then they just don't do anything with their downline. And then it becomes this thing. It becomes this problem. You're not building a strong downline, a strong team because no one's being taught the right skills. So if that's you, this is the time to stop that, to stop it and start something new. Okay. Everyone needs to be taking their new peeps, their new people by the hand and guiding them through the process. Number one, this makes it more duplicatable, right? If they know that they're not solo, they're not being thrown to the wolves, they can then duplicate this process for their team, right? And that's part of what happens when when you start recruiting people and you start sharing your business, people are like, "Uh, I couldn't do what you're doing. Guys, you cannot be the expert in everything. You shouldn't be the expert in everything. I made that mistake when I was a direct seller. You can't do it because people then feel like they can't do what you're doing. But if they see that it's very duplicatable, that it's not just you that's doing it, then it's going to be so much easier for them. So guide them by the hand. Connect them with other people in your downline if you already have a team. Give them a buddy, if you will. You be their buddy, right? Walk them through the steps. Have it figured out like, what do they need to do for the first six weeks in order to feel successful, in order to get that momentum? Because that's what they need. They need to build the momentum. You need to identify what those things are, and then you need to guide them hand by hand. You can't just feed them to the wolves, you guys. When you bring, think about it when you have a child. You can't just be like, all right, well, good night, like sleep well, fend for yourself find your own food. No, babies have to be taught that, right? They have to be taught. Kids have to be taught that. It's a much longer process, obviously, raising a child. But you've got to show them what to do. Your new team members don't just come into the business knowing exactly what to do. They don't. You've got to help them. You've got to guide them by the hand, kindly, (laughs) not condescendingly, But really, you should be there every step of the way when they're beginning. They should know that they are not alone. Okay, step three. And this is probably, I don't know, for me, I kind of feel like this is the most important. So I don't know why I made it number three. But that is to give them small wins. Now, I know that a lot of companies give quick starts and things like that. And that's important. That was, I mean, I remember when I first signed up for my business, when I first started my business, I am motivated by things like that. Like you give me goals and I'm going to get there. Like I'm going to get the best 
quick start, right? I remember it was either like the six quick start. I don't know how they call what they called it. Um, it was either six or nine. You either had six parties within the first however long of your business or nine parties. And I was like, I'm doing nine and I am going to rock this out and I'm going to get all the free stuff I could possibly get because that's how I work, right? Some people don't work like that and that's okay. And, and you as a leader have to figure out what motivates your team. Each member is different. Each member has a different love language. Each member has things that motivate them differently, Right. For me, setting goals like that, small goals, was really drove me. Other people, it might be um, cash prizes. For others, it might be just quality time hanging out with you, like if they can earn some a special trip or a day out with you, something like that. Recognition is a big motivator for a lot of people. You as a leader had need to figure that out when they start. Like, what is it that motivates them? What is it that gets them excited? And then you need to give them these quick wins. All right. Okay. Your first job, your first thing that you need to do when they sign up. Okay. Take a selfie, take a picture of yourself, post it on Insta or wherever and share something like, I just started something. Can't wait to share or creating curiosity. They don't have to say what it is. That could be a very quick win, right? The second win could be, okay, I want you to go live on your page tomorrow and share what you've just decided to do. Maybe that's what it is. These are small wins, okay? Because what happens is when you give these small wins to, or you're not giving them the small wins, but you're you're presenting them, you're getting them in front of these, these new team members. And when they reach those, when they get those quick wins, then they start building momentum. They start feeling like they can do it. Because let's be real, when you do something, no matter how small it is, and it's getting you closer to your end goal, don't you feel good about yourself? You're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 right? That's how you want your new team member to feel. You want to start them get, giving them quick wins from the get-go so that they don't ever feel that feeling of failure, or they don't know what they're doing because they're going to feel overwhelmed. They're going to start questioning whether or not they made the right decision, not all, but some. They're going to be scared. But if they can get quick wins right out of the gate, they're going to start feeling much more confident, which is huge, right? The confidence is massive. And they're going to get start building that momentum. And the momentum is what they need in order to continue, right? It's like you push that, that boulder I have this vision, right, of like pushing this massive boulder because you need to get it down the hill. And at first, it is so hard to push. But the more you feel it, the more you're pushing, it's pushing, you're pushing it, you're pushing it, slowly starts to move, slowly starts to move. Then it moves more, then it moves a little more, then it's at the top of the hill, and then it rolls down, and then it gains so much momentum, right? Because it's got speed. That's what these quick wins are going to do. They're going to start building that momentum in your team member's business, and then they are going to be so excited and so pumped up that they're not going to want to quit. The problem is when you bring on team members and they don't get quick wins and they feel discouraged and it's almost like they don't even get started because they're not excited. They don't have that momentum. It's like they have to get all the way up the hill without having any momentum first. And that is really, really hard. So make sure you give them quick wins. And listen, I know your companies do a lot of 
like I said before, a lot of, you know, quick starts and things like that. I'm talking even smaller than those wins. Okay. I'm talking small wins. Like I gave the example of post a selfie. Okay. Now I want you to do this. Now I want you to do that because the quick wins are what's going to help them feel successful and like they can do this. Okay. Step four is to simplify the process. Okay. I know that so many of your companies have onboarding processes, right? They have an onboarding process for your new recruits. The problem is that they give a lot of information. They give a lot of information. And it's almost sort of defeating in a way because it's so overwhelming that when they get all that information and it's all at once, it's just like, whoa, overload, overwhelm. And what happens? I say this all the time. The overwhelmed mind says no. The confused mind says no. So then they shut it down and then that's just defeating and they, they feel frustrated right? Now that you are going to have some who are like, give it all to me now. I want all the details. I'm going to read this tonight while I take a bath. Like I'm all in. That's awesome. But for some, it's going to feel really overwhelming and it's going to be confusing. That's why it's your job to really simplify the process and make it seem less overwhelming. Okay. Figure out the information that they need to know at each step. Now, here's the thing. It is a lot of work to create an onboarding process for your new team members, but it's worth it. It's one of those things that you, when you put the time into it, then once you've done it, it's created and you have this system in place. Systems can be overwhelming, but all you have to do is create it one time, then maybe tweak it, but you've created it. That's the hard part, right? So, Start doing that. Start your system creation if you don't have one already and have it in place so that then when the next team members come along, it makes it easier. You don't have to do it again, but simplify the process. Don't, if it seems overwhelming to you, and if you feel like there's just so much information in your back office, you've got to simplify it. I think so many mistakes or a mistake that so many direct sellers make is that they're like, okay, here's your back office. Anything you could imagine is in there. If you need help, just look in there. What? <laughs> Sometimes it's so overwhelming that it's it's too much at first. So yes, eventually they should be able to become more familiar with the back office and figure those things out and find information for themselves. But for the first, I don't know, six weeks-ish, you need to make sure that you are helping them figure things out, okay? None of this, like, I'm just going to throw you to the wolves, Okay you need to start, you know, I talk about empowering or and enabling. This is not enabling them to give them the answers in the first six weeks. It's not, that's not enabling them. Okay. Because you're helping them get started, right? Going back to the example of the kids, like if I nurse my children in the very beginning, my babies, I'm not enabling them. I'm empowering them so they can grow so that they can get to the point where then eventually they're old enough to go ahead and make their own lunch, right? It's the same for your team members, you've got to start out helping them, guiding them along the way, sort of spoon feeding in a way. And then as they become more confident and gain momentum in their business, they won't need you as much anymore. They'll be able to do things on their own, right? That's when that enable and empowering comes into play. Like, are you, 
you there comes a point when you also have to let go a little bit, right? You have to let go and and have them figure things out on their own. But in the first few, in the first couple of months, no, they're still figuring it out and they need your help. Okay. My final step is to be there for them. You need to be there for them. They are going to have questions. They might not ask you for all the questions. You're going to have to really think ahead and prepare for this because some are not even going to know what question to ask in the beginning. So that's why it's your responsibility as the amazing leader that you are to really think ahead and think about what they're going to need, but also to let them know that you were there for them. You're going to help them on their first opportunity calls. You're going to help them when they do their first couple of parties. You're going to help them when they are like, oh my gosh, someone asked me a question. I don't know the answer. You're going to say, it's so okay that you don't know the answer. That's the beauty of this. It's great that you don't know the answer because now your recruit, your potential, your prospect knows that you don't have to know everything about your business, right? This is all so important. You're laying the groundwork. You're laying this groundwork for them to start building their team. That's why this onboarding process is so important because it's not just getting them ready to build their business. It's setting the framework for their downline, right? When they start to bring new people on, they're going to know exactly what to do because you have walked them through these steps. So if you don't have an onboarding system already created, let me tell you what, I would take this time to create it, especially if you don't have any team members yet. Because number one, when you take the time to create that that system, that onboarding system, what is that going to do? That is opening you yourself up for those team members that are already going to, they're on their way. They're on their way. And when you create that onboarding system, Oh my gosh, that's like you telling the universe, okay, I'm ready for it. Here we go. Let's do this, right? So if you do already have a team and you don't have an onboarding system, that's okay. That's all right. Better late than never, right? Start creating it. Talk to them. Maybe you guys can all create it together. That gives them also um, some ownership over the process. Maybe you have an onboarding system. Does it cover all of these steps that I just went through? If it doesn't, make sure it does. Add that into the system. My friends, you are going to be growing your team this year, and I am so excited to see you soar. So I hope that this has been helpful to you. I look forward to seeing you later on this week for another one of our coaching podcasts, and then next week for another episode of Making the Leap. Until then, my beautiful people, take care. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's episode and think your downline, upline, or even your sideline might benefit from it, or even the podcast, send them a link, share this episode, or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I'd truly be so honored. And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on the gram where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life and business can be hard. So why not get all the help we can? Till next week, my friends.